listening to this Jubilee Church podcast. Feel free to check out our website at www.jubilee.org.uk or come along on any Sunday morning. One of their meetings before, but it's going to be amazing. So just welcome them, shall we? They're, they're helping me out uh, later on. You know, it's really weird. If I was about to do something with uh, kids, what I love to do to start with is always do something just to get them on my side. Uh, just to give me the permission to do uh, what I do, or what we do. So I thought, uh, actually, this is no different. I don't know most of you. You don't know me. So I thought I'd just do something that we do with the kids sometimes. <laughs> and so I had to think hard, hard about this. I've tried this once before. And I'm just assuming you're particularly sort of prophetic people. So um, I, I'm hoping that uh, what, I, what I've got here works. So I've just got stick three cards, a red, a yellow and a blue. And because I think I know what you guys are like, I I think I know what colour as a group you would select. So um, I think I need some help. Actually, uh, Rachel, if you'd like to come out, maybe if you could just hold the... It helps if you hold the stick. And if you could just point uh, the red, the yellow and blue, we'll all call out the colours together. Red, Red, yellow, yellow, blue. blue. Very good. You do that. Can you do that again? You do that very nicely. Red, Red, yellow, blue. Excellent. So I'm now thinking, um, how are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? um, Let's try and do it by consensus. So I'd like to know who thinks that uh, um, I thought of the colour red. That you choose red. What? Yeah, two or three. Who thought you'd, I'd choose the colour yellow? Oh, quite a few more of you. And what about blue? Well, it's definitely yellow, but I, I, we haven't met before, have we? No. So um, I, I don't want to be the one who makes the, the decision. Which of those colours do you think we should choose as a group? Wow. Or based on what you saw or based on what you feel? Yellow, probably. Yellow, okay. Mm-hmm. I want to give you... Are you happy with that if we choose yellow? Yep. Yeah. That's got me worried. <laughs> <laughs> You're all happy to choose yellow? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, you're still happy to choose yellow? I, I, have to give you, I have to give you an opportunity at this point to change your mind. <laughs> Would you like to change your mind? No. 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 Oh, right. <laughs> it always works for the kids. Okay, I'm going to put these... Uh, I'm just going to put these uh, cards away now because we don't need those because you've chosen yellow which is unfortunate um, so I'll put those back in the back in the envelope and chuck them away you still want yellow yeah okay so you're holding a stick there you might have noticed it's got a bit of uh, tape wrapped around the end yeah. would you like to take that tape off just so that I couldn't have uh, pre-written anything there's something written underneath I see but if you could take it all off and then just read out what it says on the stick. Just make sure it's the only thing to read on the stick. What does it say? You will choose yellow. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well Thank, you. Thank you very much. That was just for fun. Are you on my side now? <laughs> They're not sure. <laughs> oh well, there we go. So, 
Uh, I just need my notes. That's disappeared. Come back. There we go. So that's the title I've been given. Helping children and young people grow in their experience of God and the prophetic. What a long title. I didn't know Graham was into long titles. Um, Just to say a little bit more about uh, Janet and myself. So we run the children's work at King's Church in Horsham and it's a job I volunteered for and I said I'd do it for a year and they said no you've got to do it for at least three. Okay I'll I'll do it for three. Uh, And I'm now in my 12th year I think which is quite scary so formerly I was in industry uh, and I've been doing kids work now full time for 12 years yeah you can laugh (laughs) (laughs) it's fun it is fun Uh, it's all good Um, became a Christian when I was uh, 14 and at that point I was in the children's ministry and I've been doing children's ministry ever since I left it as a child so it just feels like an, on, an ongoing thing. But it's been really, really great. In addition to that, for the past six years, I've been part of a uh, group called Children Changing Nations, where we take children to significant locations, usually in London, in the UK, to pray for the nation and to pray for revival in the nation. So the sort of thing we do is we take children to the top of Big Ben, we'll listen to the chimes, and then we'll pray for revival across the nation, mm-hmm. which is uh, really great. If you want to do something with your kids, that's something to uh, look into. So today I'm going to look at activating children, which is, you know, I work with primary age children, but I guess what we're doing, you know, can go wider than that. Um, looking at how we activate children in the prophetic and I'm going to do that by maybe sharing with you a little bit about um, what we do and how we do it it, and what's led us to do what we do Uh, and using our kids team from Derby so I'm hoping that I'll be putting you through a few stories that encourage you and challenge you and inspire you along the way but I'd love just to pray if we can to start with so, so let's just give the, the meeting to Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we just invite you to be with us here this afternoon. Lord, we love our children. We love the fact that you want to talk to them and speak to them and use them powerfully. Lord, I just pray that you would inspire us this afternoon uh, to get involved with our kids and get them activated for you and I just thought that maybe you're here because you want ideas maybe you're here because you just want some encouragement or you want to see you want to see more or you just thought it seemed like an interesting seminar to go to or maybe you're feeling dry in your kids ministry God just wants to say what you're doing is amazing God sees God knows God wants to meet with you this afternoon. And just like Graham was saying about that lady, he wants you to press in and push past for those things that uh, you want this afternoon. So Lord, we just offer this whole seminar to you. Amen. Amen. Well, I've got some notes here, but as I always say when we're starting our kids' uh, meeting, I say, so, well, I'm just going to hold it like that very lightly because that's the programme. But if God sort of suggests something different as we go along, 
then that's what we'll do. We'll go in a different direction. Is that all okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go for it then. So, many years ago, well in the last 12 years, but you know, when I started out doing kids' work full-time, God gave me a very, I realise now, very significant picture. Um, he showed me a picture of a massive, great uh, greenhouse with all these young plants in it, just like that. And I, I saw it just, just like that, really. And I, found, I saw myself walking up and down the rows with a watering can. So I took that to mean these are all the, the children I was going to be working with, and I was sort of busily miles and miles of uh, watering, one, just one little watering can. And I heard a voice say, stop, no, I am going to do the watering. And at that point, the ceiling sort of came alive, and all these industrial sprinklers came on and sprinkled all the plants all at once. And what I've learned through that is that uh, actually it's not about us and about uh, uh, what we can do. It is all, it's all about God. But what he calls us to do, like a greenhouse, is set up the environment in which the children can grow, which the children can encounter God for themselves. So a lot of what we've been doing with our kids' ministry is learning how to set that environment up so that children can have that personal encounter with God for themselves. And, you know, I really believe that's something we owe our children, that that opportunity to encounter God. Yes, you'll, you'll hear a testimony later where uh, it's from a girl who's been in church a long time. She meets God. She's great. She said, I've been in the, you know... I don't know how old she was, I'm 12, year, 12 years old, and I've not met God before. And you think, it shouldn't be like that. You know, it should, we, should, we should have our children encountering and meeting God all the time. You know, for Janet and I, it's not just about teaching stuff, which is great, but it's about that encounter. We want to create an environment for our children where encountering God is normal, Hearing from God is normal, and actually seeing the supernatural is normal. You could say it's not just about being God smart, but it's about being God connected. So everything we do in our children's ministry is about just doing that. I'm not going to go into this in detail. This is a, a model we use ourselves, but everything we do all the all the different layers of things we do in our kids work are about getting to that point where children have that opportunity to encounter God for themselves we'll probably pick out a few of these uh, maybe values and expectation and worship and response um, because they're really key things for us talking about values I think it's always great to have some values. Who's ki- How many of you are actual kids workers or work in kids' ministry? Is that all of you? Quite a few of you. But I think it's great to have those values that underpin everything. So the, here are ours. Worship, the most important thing we do. We tell our kids all the time, if we do nothing else, 
worship is what we're going to do today. Mm-hmm. We want kids to encounter, which means they meet Jesus for themselves. They don't just learn about him, they meet him. And we talk a lot about honour, about treating each other like royalty. Our kids would be quite used to us using the term honour and stopping the meeting sometimes and talking about honour. We recently had somebody come to our... We often have people come and watch our kids work. And somebody said, afterwards, I said, what did you think? What did you think? What did you learn? And they said, how did you do that? What? Your kids, they're so well behaved. And we actually thought they weren't so good on that occasion. But we're so used to uh, them knowing about honouring and honouring each other and honouring us as leaders that uh, they, they thought it, was, uh, it really, really made an impression on them. We want to demonstrate the kingdom of God and then identity. We want the kids to know who they are and who God is. So why don't we kick off and just look at worship because worship is probably the biggest thing for us in terms of creating an environment for our kids to encounter God as I said before we say to all our kids and they would all be able to repeat this back to you if I said what's the most important thing we're going to do today they would also always say worship is the most important thing we're going to do and you know we've learned that whatever worship is the key to seeing Uh, children encounter God one of the big keys and in fact it's been so key for us that we transformed our kids ministry by every Sunday before we actually meet we have a pre-meeting ourselves beforehand and it's when we run through the program and when we uh, you know pray but actually for us the most important thing if we want to see encounters with God see the children encountering God we've learnt we need to be worshipping beforehand so as a team we always worship and actually feel we actually feel quite uncomfortable now if we haven't worshipped beforehand you know it says doesn't it um, train up a child in the way he should go and when he's old he will not depart from it and if we're going to train children to uh, worship, we need to be doing it ourselves. I found a lovely quote from Spurgeon on this verse. He actually said, train up a child in the way he should go, and be sure you go that way yourself. Um, we can't teach children and help children to experience things if they're not, you know, if we, we've not been there ourselves. So every Sunday before we do our meeting, we will worship um, beforehand and that is absolutely key for us as leaders another thing we do in worship is and we found a real way of inviting God's presence into the room is we will often ask some questions and by the way if you want to stop me at any point and ask a question you know, this is for you, for you to get, get stuff out, out of so just go hang on Trevor what are you talking about, what what, what do you mean? So we will often ask the, que- the question beforehand, what is, what is Jesus like? 
And then we go around with the microphone. We have all our primary age children together. There's about 50 of them normally. And we'll go around with the microphone and just, just get them to answer. And usually starts slow, but then it builds and builds and builds. And as they start declaring the truth out about what Jesus has done, you just feel God's presence just gently entering the, the room. Another question we might ask them is, uh, what is Jesus like? And again, just just start slowly. But they're really used to doing that now. So you know, all the hands hands are up, and they'll be answering answering that question. But it really helps set the scene for the worship and invite God's presence into the room. It's about setting up that environment. Remember that that greenhouse, uh, and we found that to be a really powerful thing to do. When you do that, do you yeah. Because um, we've got really good kids. Um, and I, I, maybe it's just my experience, but I think the challenge, without being too pushy or intrusive, is to get the real answer. Because um, and and you know, people can give the right answer, but because we're talking about them yeah. and their relationship and their growth, and I just think it's good to push a little bit to get their their perspective yeah yeah that's definitely fair and i think when we started doing this um we started getting more of the right answers rather than the heart answers but i think it's really it's worth pushing into you know often when i we had something called the hot spot and i think another thing um it's really good to do is have children be able to speak out and um let their voice be heard so we'll get them to come and share what God's done for them on the hot spot and often it will be about their hamster or about their rabbit or their, you know, about their doll even but we never put that down because it's about, if they've had the courage to come out and stand out the front and speak they, they will learn to speak out and it's interesting to see those children move from bringing just the answer they want to bring to answers that fit in with uh, the culture and again it's about the greenhouse if you form a culture where the children start to realise where you're trying to go they will naturally rather than bringing just the right answer they will bring answers from their heart but don't be worried about those answers just keep just keep pushing in what we do love to do is affirm the children massively so this thing with honour whatever a child brings we'll say that was a fantastic answer that's amazing so glad you brought it affirmation is such an important thing we want to pull out the gold from children so we're just encouraging all the, all the time to be part of it to, to speak up How's it going at the back there? You doing? You look like you're doing an amazing job. I'm. am going to come have a look. I am so impressed. This is going to be so exciting in just a moment. See, uh, and it's just all the time, all the time. Affirmation. Just, uh, just, just go for it. Thanks for that question. Let's go on to, uh, well, I've just got a couple of verses here related to worship because I think they're, they're so cool. Um, Through the praise of children and infants, you established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. You know, if, you've, if you're trying to break down the spiritual stronghold in your church, get the children to pray. 
you know, if you want a new building, you should probably take the kids out in the street and get them to declare over that piece of land you're uh, after. I've got um, our, a friend of mine who uh, works in the Bethel Church in um, California. They uh, take their children out to traffic spots that you know the police tell them where there's been a lot of uh, accidents and they'll take their children out and they'll go and pray and declare over and praise significantly over those spots. Children are powerful if you let them loose and empower them to go. As it says, they'll bring down the strongholds. Yeah. From the lips and children, lips of children and infants, you, Lord, have caused forth your praise. You know, the, it's already in them. That's what I think is so exciting. It's just up to us to create the environment to, to let it come out. You know, I had a, when I started, um, people often ask me, "How do you get your kids to worship?" You know, and all, all get involved. I had a picture. God showed me when we started out and I was looking at our kids and I was thinking well there's only 20% of them worshipping 30% of them worshipping he showed me a picture of children worshipping all the kids just abandoned in worship and I thought wow what would that be like and that's something we we just held there and just kept praying mm. into it and uh, actually it was just a few months ago that I saw that I was stood in that picture. We had 50 children, all 100% engaged in worship. If anyone tells you that kids don't want to worship, then it's not true. They actually do. It's built. It's built in. They're hungry. <coughs> they are hungry to worship. Again, it's about creating that environment to let that hunger come out. Another thing on that slide is... Oh, it's shrunk. Uh, that's clear. How did I do that? <laughs> Another thing on that slide is expectation. Part of that greenhouse and part of building that environment where children are going to encounter God and hear from him is expectation. Just wonder how you are with your kids and expectation. As soon as we uh, open our kids' work up, we say to the kids, God is here. He's here to meet you. He wants to speak to every single one of you today. He's got presents to give you. He really wants to talk to you. Is he talking to you back there? He is. Well, he really wants to. He wants to talk to you some more. So don't stop. You're doing a great job. And we really encourage the uh, children to listen to him throughout the meeting. I've given the guys at the back there permission to wave at me if God speaks to them. And it's so important they need to come and interrupt what, what I'm saying because I don't really care about the programme, I just care about children encountering God and having the opportunity just to to share that so expectation how expectant are you for your kids to see God move you know the thing I love is when uh, children encounter Jesus that's it, they have the faith to see it happen they know God is going to move and it's no wonder Jesus said truly I say unto you unless you become like little children you will never enter the kingdom of heaven because when children get it they really they do really get it I'd love to give you a, a testimony actually it's probably a good time our children 
when they got used to hearing from God on a Sunday, what they would so- often do is they sometimes would bring Bibles and they just flick through the Word and they'd bring something to the front. And we'd be used to doing prophetic art, which the guys are doing at the back there and bringing pictures and words for each other. And one day I heard a story, which I didn't hear from the children at all. I heard this from uh, a third party. And it turned out that some of our year five and six children had gone on a school trip. And they decided that while they were on the coach, they would have time to, to listen to God and have words for their friends on the bus. We didn't, we didn't ask them to do this, they just, they just did it. So they're on the bus and they, they get their Bibles out and they find some, some unsuspecting child and they, they give a word to this child this child apparently loved it and it suddenly caught on to the point that every child on that school bus wanted a word from these, uh, from these children and I think that was uh, amazing now the only reason I ever knew about that story because they weren't going to tell me you know kids never tell you anything then come and say Trevor we've been listening to God on the bus which you know, I would have gone yes well done yeah. we never heard about that story except a third party told us that they, they were told by a teacher on the bus she told them because she had observed this going on and the reason she'd fed it back was not just that that was uh, amazing or cute or whatever thing to do Be- but because she was blown away by the accuracy of the words that the children were having for their children on the bus isn't that what you'd like for your kids for your kids just to go out and just do it uh, well they can they're hungry to do that they will <laughs> they will do it they have done it um, you know children can I give you another story I'm in the story mode uh, children just have faith for amazing things and I think if you release them to go and pray one of the things we do with children changing nations is we take children out um, we've taken them out into London and we said okay you know, what do you think we should be praying for well I've got a friend who did this in his, his city and he took his children out and um, they decided they, they wanted to bless their city uh, and so some of the children went one way there's one child went to a local square to do chalk marks on the floor some of the boys decided we'll go to the football ground so they went to the football ground uh, and it was quite a big ground uh, in their town or city and it's a city I think yes it is a city they they get to the football ground it was all closed up as you'd expect they were just playing some march around the outside of the football ground and they get to the there's these gates at the end where I think ambulances and things go through and they were open and they they could see into the pitch they thought well, let's be brave let's uh, they just stood inside the gates and huddled up and just prayed for blessing and favour on their football club and on their town and they were spotted by the groundsman because it was open because the groundsman was sorting out their pitch and they came over what are you doing so they obviously they and the leaders explained and they said okay that's fair enough why don't you come in and stand by the pitch side what we often find is that kids get amazing favour so they they go right down on the pitch (laughs) and they're praying for this football club they're praying for that God will bless their town something amazing would happen in their football club in their town you see Uh, uh, this is about um, 
just over a year ago it's not this season but last season at the sort of early on in the early on in the season and you know what a great story you know what a great thing to do with the kids I find it even more exciting when you know that that club was Leicester City and they were <laughs> stood on the pitch Leicester City <laughs> praying for favour and the great thing is you know the favour you know they obviously won the uh, premiership but the favour and the blessing that that had on the town imagine the impact it had on the children who'd been there to pray for favour I remember I told you about the little girl who was doing the chalk marks she was writing chalk marks of hope and uh, sort of love and blessing on the on the pavement just to play well the very spot that she uh, wrote all this is where they finalised their victory parade and they all gathered together afterwards, you know, and just celebrated. I was just abode away because the next day in the, uh, you know, at the end of the season, uh, when the newspapers came out, I think it was the Daily Telegraph, the top third of the Daily Telegraph had written across it, Leicester Miracle. And I thought, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's right, you know, God has blessed this. You know, God has blessed this city. You know, growing up in church, I, I think there's a couple of things that were missing. Teaching on identity and teaching on hearing from God. I don't think I had a clue that I could hear from God when I was growing up. And I didn't really know my identity in God's family. I taught lots of stuff from the Bible but I don't think I knew it in the way that we try and uh, get our children to experience now. So those themes reoccur in everything that we do. What have got here coming up? This is actually quite a good triangle. You know, if kids know these three things, it's really powerful. Destiny, knowing that God has a plan for them. Identity, knowing who they who they are. We use our throne a lot for identity and intimacy, that they actually know God <coughs> for themselves. Really key. I'm gonna skip a few things now because I want to get the kids involved. But I will just stop on this one. So we teach the children that they can hear from God. They can have messages from God, you can hear from God and have messages for others, which we know is called prophecy. And we have our A, B, C, D of prophecy. So we say that you know if you're going to bring a word, it's got it's got to always build somebody up. It's got to cheer somebody up and it's got to draw them nearer to Jesus. And the way we get them to, to listen to God, we'll, we'll get them just to lie on the floor often. It's quite interesting because we're in the school, so the caretaker comes and thinks they're all having a sleep, but they're actually lying down listening to God. Uh, and then we'll get them to write down or draw pictures of what God's shown them and then they'll go out maybe into the church and give those out or give those out to their friends one of the things we've done is put the words under if you release your kids into the car park and say ask God which car do you think that word belongs to it's great so just put the words under the windscreen wipers and we've had some people blown away by the messages that God's given them why don't we we've just been talking about it I think we should just do it have you got some words now have you got some pictures would you like to bring some of the pictures that you've got 
up to the front and we'll see how you how you've been listening to God while we've been speaking because that would be awesome. I can get a quick quick squeak. Come, come up. So give these guys a round of applause. <laughs> Amazingly brave and to come up in front of you all and you've all got lots of words. That's mm. Should we start with you, Jessica? Which do you want to choose one? Because you've got a lot there, haven't you? Should we do the candle one? So Jessica, you've drawn a candle like that. Do you know what it means? It means that means that if Jesus needs a candle that he can just use the candle if he needs to use a candle he can just use a candle to shine the light that's brilliant now Jessica do you know do you know who it might be for in this room have you got any idea who it might be for is God going to point somebody out to you do you want to have a little think about that Maybe Janet will come and help you. You just come stand that side. We'd love to go through all these words. So, that's brilliant. Well done. Emily, what have you got? You've got a word to read. Okay, nice loud voice. This person prays for people and they feel better or they get healed. But they need themselves. They need themselves and get prayed for themselves and to keep on going and helping other people. Wow. Do you know who that word's for? No. Does anyone identify with that word? Do you want to read it again? This person prays for people and they feel better or they get healed. But they need themselves and they need themselves to get they need to get prayed for themselves to keep on helping other people. Does anyone, anyone identify with that one? That, okay. do, you want to, do you want to show us that picture then? Do you know what that means? No, you don't know what that means yet. An, an apple and a piano. Does anyone... Does that mean anything to anybody? An apple and a piano. Will you just hang on to those and, and, have a, and ask God in this room who those pictures might belong to? What have you... What, which one have you got to choose? I got a car breaks down and someone fixes it, just like we break down and then God fixes us. And what do you think that means? I think it means that, like, in it when when we feel upset, like we can pray to God because He's always there and knowing that He's there, sort of like helps us be better people. And did you? Did, do you think it's for somebody here? Do you have a point out anybody's here? Anybody else you want to get not sure yet. Well, keep looking. That's <coughs> that's quite. Right. Come on then. What have you got? Uh, well, I've got a disco ball. Um, a disco ball? Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. 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 And the thing is, you're going to like reflect God's light and stuff. And you definitely know who that's for, don't you? Who do you think it's for? You don't know? Well, ask God who you think it's for, okay? 
I'm going to come back to you. <coughs> And what do you think that means? What's God um, saying? You get like God's gonna connect you to the world. And who's it for? Mm-hmm. You don't know. <laughs> We're doing well, aren't we? <laughs> you know who that's for now? I know, but I know who this is for. You know we'll just do have you got one, Isabel? Um, Let's just do Isabel's we're gonna come back to that one. Um, I got a Wi-Fi sign, which means you can connect with God and wherever you are. You can connect with God wherever you are. Wi-Fi sign, right. symbol. And do you know who it's for? Do you want to put those two together? Can I read this? So somebody else here has got a Wi-Fi symbol. That's interesting. <laughs> Wisdom connect. God will help you connect with people. He will give you wisdom and help you understand people. He will help others encounter God. Who's it for? Do you know? Do you know who it's for? Okay, well, we'll come back to that one. But you know who this one is for. So one of the things we do sometimes is we do little, what we call prophecy swords. And you can have words, we just write words around the sword. So this one has got jewel, a jewel, and God loves you, you are so special, you're precious, you're protected, you're loved, you're a gem, you are of great value, who is that for, who's God pointed out, that's for Helen, there you go, Helen, did that cheer you up? (laughs) Excellent, so has anyone got one, do you know who that's for now, go on then, off you go, here we go. Right, who's got the Wi-Fi ones? You've got the Wi-Fi ones. So, you know who yours for, so should we put them together? I think they'll go together. Do you want to go and give them to the person that's a Wi-Fi person? I knew that they were for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, hearing accurately. Should we do, have have you got something else there? Let's have that connection bridge. Does anyone identify with a bridge in connection? Okay. I think it's for you, actually. Don't know why. <coughs> I'm going to say it's for you. <laughs> About connecting to good. Right, who's going to do another one? Come on. Uh, it's a bit weird. I've got a picture of a washing machine in a Hoover. A washing machine in a Hoover, yeah. Um, and it's like, God will wash your machine no matter like, how big they are, and he'll clean up all the mess. Do you know who that's for? I'm not sure. I don't know. Does anyone have a washing machine? Yeah. Has anyone got a word they know who it's for? I've got one connected to it. Okay, yes. It's like um, mud splashes and then God's in the middle of the So it's still cleaning up as well. So do you want to put that together, the mud splashes and the washing machine? Okay. For everyone in the room? Yeah. Okay, this is for all of you, so you can all, uh, this applies to all of you, it's a word for all of you. Yeah. 
Well, what I'm going to ask you guys to do is go and sit down and just just ask you the rest of your Good times get our thrown out. Well, it's not, I say out, well, I've is. never seen this thrown before. <laughs> this is uh, Jonathan's made this. You know, I did this. Uh, we also have a, a throw. I mean, that's quite because I've not worked with these guys from Derby. And we use this to really so reinforce <laughs> identity really, really and well. to uh, help teach kids about prophecy. Uh, and it's a really good tool. That's, you actually made this. You just knocked it up. <laughs> that's worth a round of applause. <laughs> you need a throne, which you will after today, <laughs> you know where to come. You can start a business. So I'm going to ask, our, I'm going to invite our kids back up again, actually. Are you happy to come and pray? This so what we'll often do is we'll have uh, um, either a, a child or an adult come and sit in the throne, and we'll have the other children just bring... A, B, C, D words. Words that build up, cheer up, and draw people nearer to God. So, should we try this? Are you up for this? Okay, so who would like to come and sit on our throne? Would anyone like to come and sit and be prayed for by the kids? Good man. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Um, what's your name, sir? Matthew. Matt. 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 That's it. <laughs> so this is Matt. <coughs> okay, so what we're going to do, guys, we're going to just ask God to give us words for Matt. We're just going to take 20 seconds to ask God to give us words, and then you're going to bring them. You're up to, you're up for doing that? Mm-hmm. What we have to do, so let's just put our hands out like this, because God's got presence, he's got good things to give us. God's going to speak as well, isn't he? Mm. God definitely wants to speak to Matt. He wants to bring words that will build him up and cheer him up. Let's just take 20 seconds to pray and ask God. Father God, what what do you want to say to Matt? Holy Spirit, just give us words for Matt right now. Just Just give us words that we couldn't know ourselves. Thank you. 
who's got something? Here we go. Right. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right, Lydia, what's God want to say to Matt? I've got um, like a road, and like on like the road, there's like loads of different like roundabouts and different like turnings. <coughs> like God is saying, he's going to take you on like a wild adventure, <laughs> and like the journey's going to it can be tough at times, but he'll always show you which path to choose, and it'll always like protect you. Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> just got something. Come then, Emily. Come around here so we can see. <laughs> I got um, rain and like <coughs> when you like rain comes, everyone feels sad. But, like if you didn't have the rain, then you wouldn't be able to live. You like that's your water. You have you have to survive with water. I just feel like some people might might be mad at you or might be sad, but like. You have to have, like, you, you were in God's plan, you have to be alive. And, yeah. Alright, right, thank you. Come on in, Case. Come on, wait a minute. I've got um, a heart full of joy. A heart full of joy. Matt, you've got a, God says you've got a heart full of joy. <laughs> wow. What have you got? Jessica. There was a road and somebody stood on it and then they fell in the water. <laughs> oh, and do you know what that means? It means... I don't know what it means. Do you know what that means, Matt? It doesn't mean anything to you. No, that's <laughs> really good for bringing that. It might mean something in the future. Anything else? Isabel, have you got something? Um, Cheerful. Cheerful. Yeah. Is that true? Somebody said yep. <laughs> Cheerful. There you go. You're writing it down. That's <laughs> no. Anyone else got anything? Matt, how did that make you feel? It's great. Did it cheer you up? Yeah. Did it build you up? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Well done. Give these guys a round of applause. Somebody else. Uh, um, we're going to have a lady this time. Yeah, we're going to have you. Yeah, this is going to be good. Right, we'll just take twenty seconds. This is Helen. And so you can sit down if you want to. It's hard work, isn't it? Right, let's just take twenty seconds and ask God for words for Helen. Father God, just thank you for Helen. Thank you that she's sitting in the throne. We just ask that you would give us words for Helen. That build her up and cheer her up and encourage her. Thank you. Okay, who's got a word? Here we go. Come on in, Emily. Um, so I got a sunflower, but the seeds were jewels. And then, you know, when Lydia handed you that paper and it's like gem on it kind of like relates to jewels and just like it feels like you're going to shine down on people and like give people light as a sunflower wow. and then you also wow yeah precious like a sunflower what else have we got yeah we got like a treasure chest that's like full of 
gems and like, like the, when you when you ever you opened it, like sh shone really brightly. Wow, gems and treasure chest. <laughs> okay. I got um I got two like I got the word beauty and I got a pair of binoculars. I think it means like God like looks into your heart and he can like see that you're really beautiful on the outside and the inside and yeah. Wow. Yeah. Come in Isabel. Um I got um like a piece of gold. Um <coughs> because gold gold shines. Um God wants you to shine for him. And um God wants you to shine for him. That's brilliant. Yeah. Come on then, Jessica. Cheerful. Cheerful. You're absolutely <laughs> right. That's spot on. Well done. Did you have something, Kez? Yeah, I got a shining star. Like you're, you're a star in God, but like your stars, they're like fire, and they give you warmth. People think like they give you a nice, kind, warm person. So no. Helen, <laughs> how does that make you feel? Are you yeah. built up? Definitely. <laughs> you <cheered> up. Yeah. <laughs> and you feel drawn close to Jesus. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you <please go> <laughs> Now, I wasn't going to actually, oh, we're not quite ready to do that because I'm putting stuff in it. Um, yeah, you want to do the bubble, don't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, we will do the bubble right at the end, okay? Um, but uh, and I'll get Janet to put some. We've not actually made any mixture up, so we've only got water in there at the moment. Do you want to go and sit down for a moment? I just wanted to. Um, you know, what we'll often do with children is we're and adults is we'll put a crown <laughs> on their heads and. Yeah, that's good. Just about about a quarter of the bottom will be fine. <laughs> we'll put a crown on their heads. We'll put a we'll put a uh, a cloak on them, and we'll just pray words of destiny over them. Uh, and we'll often have a mirror with truths. Uh, and so often, particularly particularly adults, actually don't you know they don't accept themselves for who they are. And you put them in a throne, dressed up with a mirror, with the God's truths on, and just God just comes and meets with them powerfully. But this is a great way of a, a great way of reinforcing identity. I just wanted to read you a testimony. This is a, a girl that uh, called Emily, aged eleven, uh, and this is what happened when she came to an encounter room that we were running with the throne. So here it is. I feel like my life has changed. This is 11-year-old Emily. I feel like my life has changed through this experience. I know that God will always be there for me. My story started on a holiday weekend with my church. The church I had been going to since I was little, though I'd never seen God in a big way. You know, we owe our children encounters. You know, from a very young age. But some of the things you're seeing here, we don't just do with our primary kids. We do it with our preschool kids. We actually have our, our Christ children sitting on the throne as well uh, and praying destiny over them. You know, this got to start. This sort of thing needs to start in your crash, um, not with your older children. 
that evening I was feeling unsure of myself. There were new leaders and I didn't know them. I walked into the room and we played lots of games and sang songs, but I didn't feel engaged in what we were doing. The day after this I went into the kids group and found out about the Holy Trinity. (coughs) It was only when we started talking about the Holy Spirit I got really intrigued. Trevor said that he wanted the Holy Spirit to fill us up and soon I started to connect with God. I felt he was coming amongst us but he didn't show me any pictures or words. That afternoon we had to try and soak in God's presence so I lay there and I really felt that God showed me a picture of the crown jewels. I then had to draw them and I knew they'd be very hard to draw. Although to my surprise I seem to be sketching them rather well. (laughs) (laughs) The day after was our last day of the weekend but it was then that God did something really amazing. Before the session I looked into the room where we were having the meeting and there I saw a throne like this and a crown that looked almost exactly identical to the ones I'd just drawn the day before from then I was mega excited about what was going to be happening in our group when we got into the session I realised we were going round to different activities I did a couple of them not knowing what God planned for me I went over to the station where the crown was and sat in the throne while two leaders prayed for me. Then it happened. I shut my eyes and made made space for God to speak. I suddenly saw a picture fill my eyes. I saw myself stranded at sea with a boy right next to me that I could cling on to. And I heard the voice say, I'm here for you with open arms. And I heard that voice speak clearly in my mind. I opened my eyes slowly and saw the lights of the room again. I really wanted to hear more from God. So I shut my eyes again and saw suddenly a white wall. And words appeared on it like hope and joy. And when my eyes opened, my knees were trembling. I felt really worn out. The leaders who had been praying for me said I had been touched by the Holy Spirit. It was such a great experience and I'm sure that God wants me to do something in the future. God is supernatural and he can do anything and everything. Don't you want your kids to go out thinking that, that God can do anything and everything. One of the other things we really like to do with our uh, kids is prophetic acts uh, and just actually physically do things that uh, are on God's heart with Children Changing Nations we one of the first things we did we took them to Westminster Abbey and we, were, we got amazing favour there we were able to go in there just a few days before their wedding of Will and Kate and just before uh, the day before the Queen was uh, due to give out the Maundy money in the Abbey and we got taken into we had real favour we got taken into uh, a little chapel which is behind the main altar screen in Westminster Abbey where we had our children form up in a circle and as we did that we felt Holy Spirit come really powerfully we thought gosh we've got children standing here in probably the most iconic Abbey in the UK and probably the world and they were going to pray for the nation 
and it was just such a powerful time you know, if you want to do something take your kids out somewhere like that to pray and we formed up in a circle uh, it later turned out the actual spot we prayed was the actual spot that they signed the register um, Kate and Will signed the register actually on the spot where the children formed up which was so cool but one of before we went there one of our church members said I think when you're there it should you should go for it like um, it's going to be like taking a stone and throwing it into a pool and the ripples would go out across the nation and so we did that as a prophetic act all the kids got hold of uh, this imaginary pebble and we just threw it down and said God let our prayers you know, affect this nation just like ripples going out such a, such a great thing to do uh, interestingly while we were there there was a throne not quite like this and they saw the Queen's going to sit in that tomorrow so you can imagine the kids are grabbing hold of it like this and saying God come on this throne tomorrow what an opportunity to pray over a throne that the Queen is going to sit in the following day you laugh but the next day we're all watching the TV for her to sit in the throne and she goes oh, what's going to happen we just prayed on there yesterday as she sat down like that the cameras panned away <laughs> interestingly they didn't come back for about seven or eight minutes on the Queen so we just wonder what, you know, what, what happened but going back to the other story you know, do prophetic acts with your kids because they are powerful the kids you know I, I can't say enough you know, get your kids activated three years later I'm watching the television there's a series on Westminster Abbey and they're really trying to get under the surface of the Abbey and they got to interview the PA to the Dean of Westminster Abbey. They said, okay, you really know what's going on. How would you describe what you see at Westminster Abbey? She said, well, it's a bit like this. So if you took a stone and threw it into a pond, it would be like the ripples going out across the... You know, I can imagine me in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> Get your children hearing from God because they are powerful. And they, they don't have to unlearn stuff. They've got it built in already. It's already there. Has anyone got any questions? Because we're going to finish. But I'm going to finish by showing you our bubble because the kids are really excited about this. Um, let's just see. Is it working? Oh, yes. Yeah, so, one of the things we do... Uh, is Encounter Stations. Has anyone heard of Encounter Stations? Well, this is something you, you need to find out about. So uh, we have stations that are set up a little bit like prayer stations, except they're not prayer stations. They're stations that we set up. The throne would be one of them, uh, which give children and adults opportunity to do nothing else but meet with God and encounter Him. And the bubble is the most popular one we do at uh, and also we've seen some incredible testimony from this. We did, we did this, uh, the idea, well, do you want to come, to we just demonstrate it? Let's pull it out. And I can, I can speak. Um, let's just try it out. So if you all come around this side, come around this side, come around this side. So does somebody want to stand in it so we can demonstrate? <laughs> Jessica, I'm going to have to help you. Can I lift you? Is that all right? Let me go. So 
we, we talk about this as being the bubble of God's presence or sometimes the bubble of God's protection. You, we say to the kids, you can't see God all the time, but he's always there, he surrounds you. Uh, and this is just a way of demonstrating that. Are you going to do this with me? So, and then what we do is we lift the bubble over them and pray for them. So, like that. just stand there for a moment Um, we did this we had a a young child come on here and they came to the station with uh, their a a boy came with his grandmother and he he just stood on there like that and his grandmother was looking absolutely amazed, bewildered he just stood on there and we we asked what, what had happened this child had only ever walked on the sides of their feet like this they couldn't walk, you know, they had some disability, they couldn't walk flat footed and as they stood on there they stood for the first time ever with their feet uh, flat so, and that's before we'd even prayed or, 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 or done anything, and we've had testimony after testimony of uh, yeah, people either being healed or sometimes a number of people when we've done this, as you pulled the bubble up, they've just gone... <gasps> what's wrong there's so much heat we can't bear it um, just the Holy Spirit seems to come and I think you simply there's not, nothing magic about the bubble it's because we're doing something that is intentional we're intentionally doing something uh, we're saying God we want to encounter you we're going to just use this as a tool and just using a tool with that level of intentionality God comes do you ever do that out with the church would you do that like as an outreach or would you do that as a church? Janet can say when you've done that outside. Yeah, um, we took it to um, the Creative Arts University near us in Epsom on the uh, students' open day and we stood in the corner and um, just said if anyone wants us to pray for you this is, um, explain what it was and we had a solid stream of people you know, people yeah. who had no relationship with God or some yeah. people who did and it was great, it was really easy. Yeah. It's also a great way of te- teaching your kids how to hear from God and to uh, uh, to prophesy. So, just like we do the throne, I think if you'd like to come off, Jessica, we're going to ask if there's anybody here to go on a, come on our bubble to finish us off today. A couple of people, maybe. Who would like to get bubbleized? <laughs> yes, come on then. That's surprise. I'm where I got that word from. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just get on. <laughs> Can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to we're, we're going to lift up the bubble. Uh, we're going to ask Holy Spirit to come, and then we're going to pray for Linda. Okay, and you're going to pray for her, and you're going to have words for her, aren't you? Are you happy to do that, yeah. Janet? Pro- uh, do you think you can do this? You, you tall enough? Do you want to give it a go? Yeah. You can give it a go. So, <laughs> Linda, this is like, you can't see God all the time necessarily, but uh, this is just a representation of his presence. And just be prepared for anything to happen. Mm. <laughs> you ready? There we go. More Lord, we haven't started. <laughs> you ready? Here we go. As I say, sometimes, particularly ladies, I don't know why, they really feel the Holy Spirit come when we do this. But you're right. I realise you've got on show here. One, two, three. Oh. Thank you. Just do that once more. Come on. Thank you for your presence. Here we go. 
It's all right if we just put our hands on you. Just put your hands on. Right. I'll just give us words. Linda, Holy Spirit. Has anyone got anything? Shout it out. As we are actually doing the bubble, I feel like you are a bubble, and sometimes bubbles make different colours and they shine in sunlight. And I think that sometimes not, you might not be able to see a bubble, but like you can, and like when you can see them, they're pretty and they're colourful, and yeah. that yeah. makes you feel happy. And yeah. It really is. I've got like a picture of like two goggles like in New Zealand. Um and I don't know what it means. I think it means like protection from like big waves and like problems and all that. Right. And that like, God will like protect you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anything else? Mm. Yeah. How's that feeling in Thank you. 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 Rachel. Okay, Rachel, we're going to lift the bubble up over you just as a representation of God's presence surrounding you wherever you go. You ready? Holy Spirit, we just ask you to come as we pull this up. Thank you. Wow. Pray for you now. Thank you. Thank you. So, has anyone got anything for Rachel? Wow, Jessica. Got a banana, but I don't know what it means. 
Yeah. 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 Yeah.